Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we celebrate and remember all things and everything classic TV. Today's episode is a special request made by one of our followers on Facebook. Um, and we, if you want to also follow us as well, just go over to Facebook, type in Two Sisters and a TV. Our page will pop up, click that follow button, and there you go. Nick is the follower who requested we do this particular TV show, and we are thrilled to be able to bring it to you at last today. That TV show is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which was a huge, huge hit on NBC in the 1990s. It ran for six seasons, 148 episodes, debuting on September the 10th, 1990, ending on May the 20th, 1996. Now, of course, the TV show, uh, there was actually a uh, kind of a reboot of it just last year, a dramatic reboot titled Bel Air over on uh, Peacock. It was same premise, but done in a completely dramatic, serious form. The theme is very serious. It's not a comedy. It's not lighthearted in any way. My sister has seen it. She highly recommends it. Um, but I believe it's still on Peacock. I think that they renewed it for another season, if I'm not mistaken. But the original, of course, uh, basically was kind of autobiographical in a way because you had Will Smith who portrayed, you know, the character of Will on the show. Will Smith, of course, also from West Philly, as was the character of Will. Will ends up getting into some trouble one day. He's lived with, he lives with his mom, and he ends up getting into, into some trouble one day uh, on the basketball court. And his mom freaks out, uh, doesn't want Will to end up getting into a gang, getting hurt, getting into any kind of trouble. And so she decides to pack him up and send him off to live with her sister and her husband in Bel Air. Now, of course, her sister and brother-in-law are very, very wealthy, and so that she figures that this is going to be a much better environment, a safer, more cultured environment for her son. And of course, Will, basically the show is about Will being from West Philly and he and him trying to adjust to life in Bel Air, living with Aunt uh, Vivian and Uncle Philip and their three kids, Carlton, Hillary, and Ashley. Carlton, of course, stuffy, conceited, full of himself <laughs> and someone that was very pompous, someone that Will was always making fun of, especially in the beginning. Carlton and Will definitely, it took some time for them to really develop a good relationship because in Will's eyes, Carlton was totally anti-African-American. That's one reason why in the beginning they were going to have it where Will moved in with a wealthy white family. But that had already been done before on different strokes and on Webster. Um, so they decided to have Will move in with a wealthy black family. One reason why was because it gave the opportunity to show and explore black on black prejudices and also the black class differences. So, I mean, in, in Will's eyes, Carlton was just a sellout. But as he got to know him better, he get, began to realize that you don't have to behave a certain way to be black or to 
embrace being African-American or to, you know, be proud of being African-American. That was something that Will had to learn as he got to know Carlton better and just with time. Um, People have told me that I look like Hillary. That's a huge compliment. Um, Hillary, very spoiled, very pampered. You know, daddy, you know, daddy's girl, you know, gets everything that she wants for the most part. You know, very funny character. I love Hillary. And, of course, Ashley, you know, very sweet, very impressionable. Um, You know, I think that she was definitely the child that Will clicked with the most and the fastest when he came to move in, uh, you know, with Aunt Vivian and and Uncle Phil. Um, Of course, the actors, of course, Tatiana Ali portrayed Ashley. Karen Parsons portrayed Hillary. Alfonso Ribeiro was Carlton. Uh, You have also uh, James Avery, who was Uncle Phil. Janet Hubert, who was Aunt Viv. And then you have Joseph Marcel, who was Jeffrey, the sarcastic, outspoken butler. He reminds me of Benson over on Soap. So that's exactly the way that he was. Outspoken, said whatever he wanted to. I mean, just hilariously funny. Definitely one of my favorite characters, Jeffrey. Um, the show, of course, was a big hit right away, right out of the gate. And I found out, I didn't know this, we did not know this, rather. The show was also kind of based upon the life of music manager Uh, Benny Medina. He grew up in East Los Angeles and he ended up leaving East LA, moving to Beverly Hills, moving in with a a rich white friend of his. And the experience really changed his life, turned his life around. And so that also was the premise and the basis for The Fresh Prince. Now, Will Smith already very popular with his music career, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, who were really popular, made it, you know, made their debut in the late 80s. Uh, I still love their big hit song, Parents Just Don't Understand. That song became an anthem for we kids of the late 80s, because who hasn't felt that way about parents? And DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince were the ones to put it out there and turn it into a huge mega, mega hit. Well, Will Smith did have some trepidation about taking on the role, doing the show, because he'd never acted before. I mean, he had, you know, he was in his, into his music career. He had no acting experience. So that definitely, you know, was something he was concerned about. But, you know, he liked the script and, you know, the the, the whole plot, the pilot. And so, you know, it didn't take too much convincing for him to do the show. And uh, so, yeah, the show, like I said, was a Monday night staple. Um, As you remember, it came on at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 o'clock Central. Later on, Blossom would follow Fresh Prince. And that was definitely must-see TV, Fresh Prince, followed by Blossom. Actually, if you recall, the Fresh Prince appeared in an episode of Blossom. I think it was the first episode he was on Blossom. So there was definitely some crossover going on there between the two shows. But I loved The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We loved that show. It was hilariously funny. And I mean, I definitely disliked everything about it. Looked forward to seeing it every Monday night. And it was one of my all-time favorite TV shows. We definitely watched it every week in my house. And it was just, like I said, just a lot of a lot of fun. I mean, they did have serious episodes, of course. Uh, there was the episode where Will and Carlton were stopped by the cops or pulled over by the cops. And the... Interesting thing was how differently the two guys perceived the experience. 
Will saw it as being harassed. He saw it as racism, harassment, intimidation. They were pulled over because they were black and they were, you know, Carlton is driving a sports car. He has to have stolen it. He has to be a drug dealer. Carlton, on the other hand, thought that, okay, the police are doing their job. They had a right to pull us over. It wasn't racially motivated. And that was one of the things that made the Fresh Prince so different is because they were addressing situations like this on the show. You know, lots of hilarious episodes, of course, but they were also focusing on these, you know, racial differences within the black community, which we had really not seen that before. Certainly not on a regular basis. But the show was doing really, really well. It was definitely, I mean, a powerhouse. It was killing it in the ratings. It was very successful. Um, however, by season three, there began to be some breakdown behind the scenes between Will Smith and Janet Hubert, who was the original Aunt Viv. Now, Will Smith, of course, already, you know, successful in his music career. Well, with The Fresh Prince, he became a mega star. And definitely, you know, fame is an intoxicating drug. And it has very negative effects on a lot of people, on the average person, really. I mean, some people with fame, it goes to their head. They become impossible to deal with. They're arrogant. They're conceited. Some people, it's overwhelming and they try to run from it. They hide from it as best they can. They try to run to drugs, to alcohol, to run away from it, to hide from it, to deal with it. Some people are actually able to handle it very well. But yeah, fame definitely, the intense amount of fame that went, that came to Will Smith from doing Fresh Prince and also doing his music, it definitely went to his head. Because there is a story that I uh, heard about, read about, where uh, Will Smith was invited to be on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson was still on The Tonight Show. He was still hosting. He didn't step down until 1992. He wanted Will Smith to come on the show. Now, I don't know if, because uh, some of the details are kind of sketchy, don't know if uh, the entire cast had been invited. I think maybe they had been. But from what I heard, Will Smith did not want the rest of the cast to be on The Tonight Show. He wanted to be the only one represented on The, on the Tonight Show. He wanted to be the only one interviewed by Johnny Carson. And that's exactly how it went. Because the show was called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Will Smith portrayed The Fresh Prince. He was The Fresh Prince and it went to his head. He became impossible to deal with behind the scenes and he and Janet Hubert really began to do a lot of clashing because Janet thought that he was being disrespectful. Will wanted to, you know, just really have a, literally have a party every day on set. Janet was about the work. She wanted to really, you know, focus on the character, focus on the show, the storylines, and will want to play. And she didn't appreciate the disrespect. Will didn't appreciate her attitude. He thought that she was trying to basically be a wet blanket. And so they began to not get along so well. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, of course, in real life, Janet Hubert also was pregnant by this point. And by the time season three ended and season four was due to start, well, a lot of us, including us, we thought that Janet Hubert had been fired. We thought that for years. But it came to light not too long ago that she was given, in her words, a bad deal by NBC for the fourth season, and she rejected it, turned it down. 
NBC, the producers did not try to even work with her. They did not really value her very much. They saw her along with Will as being difficult. And she was, you know, bringing the show and the atmosphere down. She was demanding. And so they basically just let her leave the show. She was very hurt by that. She was also labeled as, as I said, difficult. And basically as a result, she was pretty much blackballed in Hollywood. She could not get work. She, unbeknownst to us all at the time, was in a very toxic, abusive marriage. Got to the point where she could not get work. Her marriage imploded and she actually pretty much lost everything because you weren't seeing Janet Hubert anywhere, you know, for a long time. You, you just didn't see her because, you know, when you're blackball within the industry, no one wants to touch you. No one wants to hire you. No one wants to work with you. And that's what happened to her. And for years, she resented Will Smith for that. As I'm sure a lot of you know. She and Will Smith had a bitter feud for many, many years. She would say things about him in the media and in the press and in print that were just unbelievable. Some of the things that she was saying, I mean, the two of us, we were, we were, we were totally on her side. We understood where she was coming from. We felt that she was right. We empathized with her. But at the same time, we were both like, she needs to let this go. This Will Smith grudge, this hatred toward him, although he was dead wrong. She needs to let it go because it's just going too far and she's going to let it eat her up because that kind of anger, that's what it does. It eats you up. But uh, I have to be honest, um, after Janet Hubert left the show, I stopped watching it. As much as I love The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I felt that Janet Hubert was done very unfairly. And I, I have to also admit, I was absolutely captivated by and just enthralled by the character of Aunt Viv and by Janet Hubert. I thought that she, still do, was one of the most beautiful actresses on TV. I thought that the character of Aunt Viv was just absolutely perfect. I mean, if I had to rate my favorite female actresses within TV, she's definitely in my top five. She and Kate Jackson. The other three ladies, I am not quite sure who they would be. I'd have to give that some thought. But definitely the character of Aunt Viv, one of my all-time favorites. I thought she was perfect. I still do. She was beautiful. She was strong, feisty, intelligent, well-spoken, educated, loving, firm, a good-loving wife and mother and aunt. She was perfect. She was absolutely perfect. She could dance. She could sing. She could cook. There was nothing Aunt Viv couldn't do. Aunt Viv was just just everything to me. It's kind of like the way a lot of people feel about good times. There are people, and I didn't find this out until just a couple years ago, but there are people out there, fans of the show, they will not watch a Good Times episode if James Evans is not in it. They do not watch the last three seasons of Good Times at all because John Amos is not there. This, of course, is for another episode for another day. But that's how I feel about The Fresh Prince. Even now, I, I, and this is not at all any shade toward Daphne Maxwell-Reed, who replaced Janet Hubert as Aunt Viv. Not at all. She, too, a beautiful woman, good actress, has been married to Tim, has been married to Tim Reed for many, many years. It's just that the original Aunt Viv was just so perfect to me that, to me, she's irreplaceable. She just is. 
And so I just, I honestly, even to this day, I just, I have seen very, very few of the episodes of The Fresh Prince from seasons four through six. Most of them I have not seen. Um, I did watch the Soul Train one, though, you know, because Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil were Soul Train dancers back in the 70s, and they had a reunion, and um, Don Cornelius guest starred on the show. It's one of my favorite episodes. Now, that one I have seen because I'm a big Soul Train fan. We both are. Speaking of which, we did do a Soul Train episode some years, uh, not some years ago, oh my dear. We did a Soul Train episode, oh, when we first started this podcast. It's been uh, about a year ago or further back than that. If you would like to check it out, by all means, it's still there. You're definitely welcome to listen to it. I personally think that I talked a little bit too long. I was a little bit too wordy, but maybe you'd feel differently about it. But if you want to check out the Soul Train episode that we did, it's definitely available for you to check out as well, because we definitely big Soul Train fans in this family. But uh, yeah, so anyway, I did watch that episode, definitely. But the other episodes, I, I just, I, I just miss the original Aunt Viv so much. I just, I just can't watch the, the latter episodes. Excuse me, my throat's giving me a fit right now. So excuse me, I had to get some water. Anyway, um, but so that's why even with, um, you know, little Nikki, baby Nikki, I, I really, I'm not very familiar with that character at all, unfortunately, because I just really was, I stopped watching the show. My family, everyone who knew me was just shocked that I did that. Everybody at the time, you don't watch, you don't watch Fresh Prince anymore? And I, I, you know, I, I told them why, and then they they understood. They were still surprised, but they understood where I was coming from. I just, like I said, not only did I miss Janet Hubert so much, um, her portrayal of Aunt Viv, but I just didn't like the way she was treated. I didn't like the way that that the lady was just tossed aside. And then, of course, the Jazz. Remember Jazz? Jazz always coming around. Aunt Phil, uh, Uncle Phil always throwing him out the house all the time. Um, there was a dig that... Um, jazz made where he said oh mrs banks you look different today that was a straight out dig at uh janet hubert and i just thought that that was ridiculous i i didn't i didn't think it was funny i thought it was very inappropriate very condescending you know and i, I thought honestly that will smith i felt that he was very disrespectful to someone you know an, an older lady Uh, not only just the older lady, but, you know, his colleague, you know, his TV aunt. I just thought he was being very disrespectful to her. I thought that he was really wrong in his behavior, and I just couldn't justify it. But since I liked the show and liked him and liked the character of Will, I just couldn't justify his behavior, so I just really quit watching the show. But the ratings stayed really good, despite the fact that there was a new Aunt Viv on the scene. The ratings definitely did not suffer. The show was never canceled, by the way. Um, it ended, of course, after um, in its sixth season. Um, you know, it was the last season. I think Will Smith was the one who really wanted to move on. Um, it might have been a cast decision. But I know that by that point, Will Smith had gotten off into films. And he felt that the TV show was kind of holding them back. It was kind of restricting them, or certainly restricting him. And it was time to go ahead and bring it on to a close. How it ended, I'm not really sure. I forgot to even look up how it ended. I, I think I remember hearing at the time that they sold their house. Because they had, 
um, other TV characters come by to look at the house. They had George and Wheezy come by from the Jeffersons. They had Mr. Drummond and Arnold come by from different strokes. I thought that was really cool. Just the idea of that. Haven't seen it. I really need to go check out YouTube and see what do they have in regard to the Fresh Prince. I would love to see how it ended. And maybe actually watch some of the episodes from uh, the last three years. I mean, I would like to maybe see some of those. And definitely, most definitely see some of the episodes again from the first three seasons. So, um... Anyway, the show ended and uh, everyone stayed within the entertainment industry for the most part. Um, you know, still did, you know, other things within the industry, other, you know, movies, television and the like throughout the industry. But um, speaking of guest stars, speaking of um, the guest stars I just mentioned, uh, The Fresh Prince was very popular. It was a ratings bonanza, a real smash. And there were a lot of guest stars on that show. Some, you know, I, I didn't even know about some of these guest stars. Some I forgot about. Some I never knew about. Some of the guest stars that appeared on The Fresh Friends of Bel-Air were B.B. King, Wayne Newton, Dick Clark, Oprah, Hugh Hefner, Queen Latifah, Zsa Zsa Gabor, Naomi Campbell, and Donald Trump and his second wife, Marla Maples. So, yeah, that show definitely had a way of really bringing in a lot of really, uh, you know, unforgettable, you know, guest stars. And there were others as well. You know, those are some of the ones. That's just the top of the list or part of the list, I should say. There are many other guest stars who appeared on that show down through the six seasons that it ran. But um, anyway, so uh, the show came to an end. And like I said, it was not canceled and ended, you know, up on a high note. And uh, so, as I said, everybody went on to do their own thing. And then Janet Hubert, again, like I said, she and Will Smith had this horrible feud. And I don't think that Will Smith was, as I recall, I don't think he was really saying a lot back. I think she was the main one doing all of the talking in the media. And I think he was just kind of just basically trying to stay out of it. It even got to the point where he did admit that he was wrong. And even after she admitted it, she still was going after him. You know, I mean, just really very, very ferociously. Well, fortunately, all this came to an end with the Fresh Prince reunion. Because back in November 2020, there was a cast reunion um, that uh, was shown over on HBO Max. Now, I have yet to see the whole reunion, I'm embarrassed to say. I have seen parts of it. The entire cast was back except for, unfortunately, uh, James Avery, who portrayed Uncle Phil. He passed away in 2013. But everyone else was back for it. And it, it for the clips I've seen, it, it, it's, it's wonderful. It was great to have everybody back together. And the part that really touched me so much was seeing... Because when it was announced they were going to do a reunion, Will Smith said that he had to have Janet Hubert come back for it, that it wouldn't be complete without her. It wouldn't be complete without the original Aunt Viv. So she came back and uh, they sat down and they talked out their differences on camera. And I tell you, I, I got to admit, that actually, it, it really made me cry. Just thinking about it right now brings tears to my eyes. Because the lady was just really hurt. She was hurt. She felt betrayed. She was angry. And um, one of the things that she said to Will was, why did you all go so far? I mean, I lost everything. 
you know, I was really hurt. I mean, why did you do this to me? It just, it really made me cry to hear her say these things, to see how hurt that she, she, that she was and just imagine what she went through during that time, you know, all that she was dealing with. And so Will admitted that, you know, fame did go to his head. He was young, hadn't lived long enough to really understand what she was dealing with. By this point, Will was in his 50s. He was like 52 years old and he had, you know, been through some things himself. So he had better a better perception, a better idea of what she had been through, you know, with her bad marriage and, and all that, you know, was happening to her, all that had gone on with her. And it ended up being just a beautiful reconciliation between the two of them. And it just, it made me cry when I saw it. It really did. It really warmed my heart. And another thing I really loved about the reunion was seeing both Aunt Vivs together for the very first time. Janet Hubert and Daphne Maxwell-Reed on screen together. That was absolutely beautiful too. And then at the end, they did a tribute to James Avery. And that was very, very, very touching. It had the entire cast in tears, along with a lot of the viewers. Probably... I would say most of the viewers, if not all of the viewers, because it was very, very touching. Because James Avery behind the scenes was a lot like Uncle Phil. He was loving and attentive, affectionate, strong. And he was definitely um, like family to the cast. He was family to the cast. And when they lost him, they lost someone very, very special to them. Now, it seems as though as you look at the latter years of The Fresh Prince, the episodes got more serious from what I have been able to understand. For example, there is the episode we've all seen this episode. Even I have seen, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen most of it, though. Um, This is the episode where Will's dad comes back to town. Will's dad is portrayed by the legendary Ben Vereen. And Will is just on a high. He is so excited and so happy. He and his dad are going to, you know, have a life together. They're going to live together. And he's going to have that relationship with his dad he's always wanted. And it gets to the point where he is, like, kind of dismissing Uncle Phil. Like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm going to be out of your house anyway. And I'm going to be with my dad. And I don't need you anymore. That was his attitude. Well, toward the end of the episode, Will's dad decides to leave alone. He doesn't want Will to come and live with him. He doesn't want Will in his life. He wants Will to stay right there with the banks. And he does not want his son to be with him. Will, of course, typical Will, trying to play it off, be conceited, cocky, laugh it off, joke it off, oh, blah, blah, blah. But in the end, he has a total meltdown. And the thing that he asks Uncle Phil is, why doesn't he want me? And the first time I saw that episode, it it really had me in tears. How could it not? It's a real tearjerker. To see the pain, the rejection, the hurt, the embarrassment that Will was going through being rejected by his own parent, it was just absolutely devastating for him. And it is, it's a storyline a lot of people can relate to. A lot of people have experienced that, being rejected by a parent or being rejected by anyone that they love. And so it's very relatable. And that's the thing about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yes, the banks were very wealthy, lived in Bel-Air. They had a lot of money. But the characters were very relatable. 
Will was most definitely very relatable, very easy to relate to the character of Will, but so were the other characters as well, even Carlton and Hillary, because you did see their human side. I mean, it wasn't all about them being pompous and spoiled. You did get to see the human side to both Hillary and Carlton, and certainly Ashley, and of course, baby Nikki. So everyone was very relatable. And I can see why The Fresh Prince was the big, big monster hit that it was for the entire six years that it ran over on NBC. And despite the fact that I did stop watching it, I love to see the reruns from uh, the first three years. And like I said, I love thinking back to how much fun it was to watch every Monday night. It was just so much fun. My favorite episode, our favorite episode was we just, we discussed this, definitely the Belle Biv DeVille episode. Um, Uncle Phil, Aunt Viv out of town and the kids, they all have this party and Belle Biv DeVoe is there and the house gets all messed up and they have to get the house back together before they come back. It, it, it is a hilarious episode. I'm sure you've seen it. It is one of my favorite episodes. I can't remember what season that that episode is from. Uh, definitely one of the first three seasons though, but that is our favorite episode. I can't remember the name of it either. I should have written it down. But that episode, we get watched literally every day because it's absolutely hilarious. Now, regarding, I mentioned about the serious reboot over on Peacock. Well, I don't think the cast was very happy about that from what I read. Um, In the beginning, no one even wanted to even acknowledge it or mention it, including Will Smith. Finally, Will Smith, I believe that he did mention, uh, make a comment about the reboot, but it was not positive. Uh, I think that they all kind of resented that reboot. But I will say that the reboot, I haven't seen it. My sister, as I said, she has. I have not. But the reboot can't take away from the original. That's just not possible. So the original cemented in TV history, cemented in our minds and hearts, and uh, nothing can derail that or take that away. So believe me, no one has anything to be worried about because no one can match or top the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That theme song alone, people still sing that. My boss was singing that theme song not too long ago, part of it. The song, of course, definitely uh, one of the theme songs done by Quincy Jones. Well, also the theme songs for Ironside and Sanford and Son. He also did scores for Roots, In the Heat of the Night, the film that is, and The Getaway. So he also produced the show along with uh, David Salazar. I might have mentioned this already, but I want to make sure that I put Quincy Jones out there and brought up that theme song as I might not have mentioned it. So if I mentioned it twice, uh, uh, pardon me, but <laughs> I had to bring up that unforgettable theme song. Had to do it. And uh, so, yeah, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, we were, we were so happy to get this episode together and put it out there and bring it to you today. Thank you again. Thanks to Nick for that suggestion. We do take suggestions. The only thing is that to be able to really give any TV show the justice that it deserves, we have to have some kind of a connection to it. We have to have watched it and, you know, enjoyed it. Um, I have to be able to know what I'm talking about where a TV show is concerned because I don't want to insult the memory or the legacy of any TV show. So for me to be comfortable discussing it, 
for us to be comfortable putting it all together for you, doing the research, and just to really give it the authenticity that it deserves. We just need to have a connection to it. But by all means, if you, there's a TV show you'd like for us to do, put it, you know, let us know. And, you know, we'll add it to the list if it, if it works for us and uh, we'll get it out there. You know, we'll definitely get that done. Speaking of which, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Two Sisters in a TV as we took a look back at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Thank you so much for all of our brand new Spotify followers. Thank you so much for all of you. And thank you for rating and reviewing, listening, subscribing, and above all, thank you for your time. We will be back with a brand new episode next week. Uh, Next week's episode, I'll just say this, it comes from the 70s. So be ready for something. They'll take you back to the 1970s. So until that time and when that brand new episode drops, we'll see you all then.